name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dearly beloved, Christ our Lord says in the last chapter of Matthew, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In the last chapter of Mark, our Lord promises, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. And the Apostle Peter has written, Baptism now saves you. The Word of God also teaches that we are all conceived and born sinful and are under the power of the devil until Christ claims us as his own. Therefore, Depart, you unclean spirit, and make room for the Holy Spirit in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Receive the sign of the Holy Cross, both upon your forehead and upon your heart, to mark you as one redeemed by Christ the Crucified. Let us pray. O Almighty and Eternal God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray on behalf of your servant, Caleb John, who asks for the gift of your baptism and desires your eternal grace through spiritual rebirth. Receive him, Lord, according to your promise. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. Now give your blessing to him who asks and open the door to him who knocks so that he may obtain the eternal blessing of this heavenly bath and receive the promised kingdom that you give through Jesus Christ our Lord. Again, let us pray to the Lord. Almighty and eternal God, according to your strict judgment, you condemn the unbelieving world through the flood. Yet according to your great mercy, you preserve believing Noah and his family eight souls in all. You drown hard-hearted Pharaoh and all his host in the Red Sea, yet led your people Israel through the water on dry ground, foreshadowing this washing of your holy baptism. Through the baptism in the Jordan of your beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, You sanctified and instituted all waters to be a blessed flood and a lavish washing away of sin. We pray that you would behold Caleb John according to your boundless mercy and bless him with true faith by the Holy Spirit that through this saving flood all sin in him which has been inherited from Adam and which he himself has committed since would be drowned and die. Grant that he be kept safe and secure in the holy ark of the Christian church, being separated from the multitude of unbelievers and serving your name at all times with a fervent spirit and a joyful hope, so that with all believers in your promise, he would be declared worthy of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory 
They brought young children to Jesus that he might touch them. But the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased and said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands on them, and blessed them. This is the word of the Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord preserve your coming in and your going out from this time forth and even forevermore. Amen. Caleb John, do you renounce the devil? Yes, I renounce him. Do you renounce all his works? Yes, I renounce them. Do you renounce all his ways? Yes, I renounce them. Do you believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth? Yes, I believe. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit? born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. Yes, I believe. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Yes, I believe. Caleb, John, do you desire to be baptized? Yes, I do. Caleb, John, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The Almighty God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given you the new birth of water and of the Spirit, and has forgiven you all your sins, strengthen you with his grace, 
to life everlasting. Amen. Caleb, John, the white garment that you are wearing shows that you have been clothed with the robe of Christ's righteousness that covers all your sin. So shall you stand without fear before the judgment seat of Christ to receive the inheritance prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Receive this burning light to show that you have received Christ, who is the light of the world. Live always in the light of Christ, and be ever watchful for his coming, that you may meet him with joy and enter with him into the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. In holy baptism, God the Father has made you a member of his Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and an heir with us of all the treasures of heaven. In the one holy Christian and apostolic church, we receive you in Jesus' name as our brother in Christ, that together we might hear his word, receive his gifts, and proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. We welcome you in the name of the Lord. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful God and Father, we thank and praise you that you graciously preserve and enlarge your family and have granted Caleb John the new birth in holy baptism and made him a member of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and an heir of your heavenly kingdom. We humbly implore you that as he has now become your child, you would keep him in his baptismal grace, that according to your good pleasure, he may faithfully grow to lead a godly life to the praise and honor of your holy name. And finally, with all your saints, obtain the promised inheritance in heaven through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord and giver of life, look with kindness upon the father and mother of this child and upon all our parents. Let them ever rejoice in the gift you have given them. Enable them to be teachers and examples of righteousness for their children. Strengthen them in their own baptism that they may share eternally with their children the salvation you have given them. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Peace be with you.
In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above, and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise let us pray to the Lord Comfort and defend us, gracious Lord. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, your mercies are new every morning. And though we deserve only punishment, you receive us as your children and provide for all our needs of body and soul. Grant that we may heartily acknowledge your merciful goodness, give thanks for all your benefits, and serve you in willing obedience. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the fourth Sunday in Lent, Laetare Sunday, is recorded in Exodus chapter 16. The whole congregation of the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots of meat, and when we ate bread to the full. 
For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day, that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. And it shall be on the sixth day that they shall prepare what they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. Then Moses and Aaron said to all the children of Israel, At evening you shall know that the Lord has brought you out of the land of Egypt, and in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, for he hears your complaints against the Lord. But what are we that you complain against us? Also Moses said, This shall be seen when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening, and in the morning bread to the full. For the Lord hears your complaints which you make against him. And what are we? Your complaints are not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses spoke to Aaron, Say to all the congregation of the children of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he has heard your complaints. Now it came to pass, as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the complaints of the children of Israel. Speak to them, saying, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. So it was that quails came up at evening and covered the camp, and in the morning the dew lay all around the camp. And whenever the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a small round substance as fine as frost on the ground. So when the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, This is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Let every man gather it according to each one's need, one omer for each person, according to the number of persons, let every man take for those who are in his tent. Then the children of Israel did so, and gathered some more, some less. So when they measured it by omers, he who gathered much had nothing left over, and he who gathered little had no lack. Every man had gathered according to each one's need. And Moses said, Let no one leave any of it till morning. Notwithstanding, they did not heed Moses, but some of them left part of it until morning, and it bred worms and stank. And Moses was angry with them. So they gathered it every morning, and every man according to his need. And when the sun became hot, it melted. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
The epistle is recorded in St. Paul's letter to the Galatians, chapter 4. Tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do not hear the law. For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondwoman, the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was born according to the flesh, and he of the free woman through promise. Which things are symbolic? For these are the two covenants, the one from Mount Sinai, which gives birth to bondage, which is Hagar. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to Jerusalem, which now is, and is in bondage with her children. But the Jerusalem above is free, which is the mother of us all. For it is written, Rejoice, O barren, you who do not bear. Break forth and shout, you who are not in labor, for the desolate has many more children than she who has a husband. Now as we, brethren, as Isaac was, are children of promise. But as he who was born according to the flesh, then persecuted him who was born according to the spirit, even so it is now. Nevertheless, what does the scripture say? Cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. Then a great multitude followed him, because they saw his signs which he performed on those who were diseased. And Jesus went up on a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes, and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. 
Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? Then Jesus said, Make the people to sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples. And the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, so that nothing is lost. Therefore they gathered them up, and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, said, This is truly the prophet who has come into the world. Therefore, when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he departed again to a mountain by himself alone. This is the gospel of the Lord.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You only grumble when you are in the wilderness. When you think you've already got it good, why would you complain? The wilderness is empty, a desert, a void. You cannot survive off of what it provides. And so the wilderness means death. Consider your place in life according to the Old Testament reading. Then the whole congregation of the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots of meat, and when we ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. The children of Israel were grumbling with hunger. They didn't like what the Lord had given them, and so they supposed that anything else might be better to bring them out of their own suffering, the wilderness of death. Have you made similar arguments? Do you live in the wilderness, hungry? Maybe you're threatened by challenges in the office, or maybe you bit off more than you can chew. Can you fix it by yourself? by your grumbling? Maybe you've made a grave mistake and you find yourself in a valley of torment because of it. Maybe you find yourself looking longingly at the past and thinking it would be better if we could just go back to how it was before. Well, would it really have been better if the Lord had never delivered his people from their Egyptian oppressors in the first place? Why has the Lord brought you into your wilderness? Why did he bring the Israelites? Before the Lord brought the wilderness, Israel was already consigned to a lifetime of slavery in Egypt, a suffering and death of its own sort. For the Israelites, the lifetime of slavery was like death, and the Lord's exodus is much like a liberating resurrection from that death. And so the Lord was giving to them hints at his resurrection. Why does the Lord give them a daily quota of bread, a certain quota, that I may test them, whether they will walk in my law or not? If you already had everything that you wanted, you might think that you have become independent and may have a hard time seeing a need to walk in the Lord's law or his commands. The Hebrew word is Torah. To walk in the Lord's law, his command, Torah, teaching sometimes, means primarily not what you are to do, but what you are to receive. To walk in the Torah means to receive the ongoing salvation and life that the Lord is giving you and that the Lord is giving them. That's true for the Old Testament saints, and it's true for you and me as well. 
The Lord grants them in the wilderness daily bread, rains down from above for their daily sustenance. It is all that they needed to support their body and life. And it does for them by testing to train them to trust the Lord above all things and to know what the Lord provides is indeed enough for them to satisfy their needs, to fill them up to the full, to depend on the Lord for his daily bread. It's certainly fine training to learn to walk, to depend on the Lord for the bread of life. And so to receive from the Lord in such a pattern continues the expectation that the Lord will bring a resurrection from death. Israel would have died in Egyptian slavery. And now all the two million of these Israelites in the wilderness would certainly have died without food. Their grumbling complaint isn't completely illogical. And neither are your complaints completely illogical. Yet the beauty of the Lord's bread from heaven means that you don't have to grumble at all. Israel, in the deathly hungry wilderness filled with manna, is provided a sort of resurrection. And in this way, they are prevented from death. Who is it that brings the resurrection? Well, when they saw the glory of the Lord... They knew who it was that would answer their complaints and their grumbling. They knew who it was who would give them life. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the complaints of the children of Israel. Speak to them, saying, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread. And you shall know that I am the Lord your God. When you see the glory of the Lord on the cross, you too know that he is the Lord your God who brings you life and resurrection. Now that is an entirely different reaction than the words of a grumbler. You have seen the glory of the Lord who gives you life. When the children of Israel fail to heed the word of Moses, their grumbling only bread, worms, and stank. But the sustenance of the Lord is the gift of faith, and it is cause for much rejoicing. The Lord gives bread to his people on his terms, not theirs. When Jesus tests Philip and asks how the 5,000 will eat bread, Philip looks to his own reason to purchase bread. And Andrew gives into the despair of his weak strength. We only have five loaves and two fish. We're not strong enough. Well, their own reason and strength, only breadworms and stank. And they need the gift of faith that Jesus gives them. They need the gift of food for their stomachs. And Jesus does. He takes the lead, not them, not because of their rightly placed trust, but because of his own graciousness, his own hope that they would become dependent on him. It is because of his desire that they would be justified by the faith he himself is giving them. 
Philip and Andrew cannot feed the people more than Moses and Aaron can. But Jesus wants them all to depend on his own body for sustenance. His own body sacrificed for them. How does Jesus do it? Listen again to the words and hear the words that sound like Psalm 23. And also that sound much like the words from the Lord's Supper. Then Jesus said, Make the people to sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down, in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples, and the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. As much as they wanted, as much as they needed. They were not in want. This, of course, is Jesus pointing us to his very body, to his Torah, to the life-giving command, the command, take, eat, and connecting it in our minds that his own cup runneth over, even in the wilderness, even when there's not enough food for 5,000 or 2 million, even in the valley of the shadow of death. Jesus' feeding of the 5,000 is a sign or miracle. You might say a little resurrection from the hunger that could have killed them. It prevents death by means of daily bread. That's great. But it is a sign that points to the full resurrection of the body by means of not daily bread, but the bread of life, which certainly we receive here at this table. How beautiful is that? That is why this fourth Sunday in Lent is called Laetare, which is the Latin word for rejoice. It is a brief time amidst the wilderness of Lent for rest, for respite, for rejoicing. The Lord certainly gives you a certain quota of daily bread, just enough to sustain you and just enough to keep you dependent on him for the bread of life. While you may have found yourself in the wilderness of others' sin against you, or in the valley of the shadow of your own sin, it is the Lord who enables you to walk in his life-giving Torah, to receive the Lord himself when you go to the house of the Lord. You receive the very bread of life from heaven given for you for the forgiveness of your sin. How wonderful. It is worth noting that after the Lord commands the whole congregation to sit down, or you might say to lie down, in the green pasture of his word, the Lord gives another command. Here again the scripture. When they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, so nothing is lost. And they filled 12 baskets full, like the 12 tribes or like the 12 apostles. The Greek words, so that nothing is lost, that phrase, is lost, is the same word that you hear in John 3.16, so that we may not perish, perish or be lost, same word. Gather up the fragments that remain so that no one will perish.
This is a sign or miracle for the disciples then, to give them daily bread then, which points towards the Lord's crucifixion and resurrection for them. And it's for you as well. You will not perish. You will not be lost. For the Lord Jesus has provided them more than enough, 12 baskets. Christ's body is more than enough for you. More enough for your needs, more than enough for your wants. You might be in the wilderness, and you might continue to be in the wilderness, but the Lord's rod and his staff, they will comfort you. Jesus did not want to become the bread king on their terms, but he is already your shepherd on his terms. You do, need, do not need to go back to how things used to be. They were not better back in Egypt. You can't avoid the wilderness of your self-doubt or of your pitiful weakness, and you don't need to, because Christ himself comforted sin, doubt, and the devil in the wilderness, becoming weak after 40 days. And Jesus confronted death on the cross, and after three days came back, resurrected to be your shepherd, to give you resurrection. He is your Savior. And by the exchange of the sacrificial shepherd on the cross, you, his church, are full to the brim, 12 baskets running over, fed with the bread that quenches your hunger and drink that never makes you thirst. It is the church, Christ's body. And every time you partake of it, whether it's the washing before the meal, like we just saw with Caleb John, or whether it's the meal itself, the Lord's absolution preached to you, you are receiving resurrection from death. It is like the church is a mother feeding the children of God. Just as you heard Paul quoting the prophet Isaiah, who speaks of the mother Jerusalem above, who feeds the children of promise. Rejoice. Rejoice with Jerusalem that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast. Rejoice at the beautiful salvation given to you, for you will not perish, you will not be lost in the wilderness. You will see the glory of the Lord. You are fed the bread of life. And indeed, you will rise again on the last day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In our prayers today, we include Jan Wollen, uh, who is hospitalized after a fall. She's not listed in the congregation at prayer. This just happened after its printing. Secondly, uh, Tom Gaynor, though not a member of our congregation, uh, was at one point in the congregation and the son of the late James Gaynor, who was pastor of the congregation in the 1970s. Uh, Tom died this past week. We remember his family in prayer. Also, our brother, Jim Weber, charter member of the congregation. His funeral is at the 1030 service today. You are all invited and encouraged to participate. There will also be a luncheon following the service in Leah Hall before we 
retire for the committal service uh, in, in uh, Richfield. Let us pray. Almighty God, we give thanks for all your goodness and bless you for the love that sustains us from day to day. We praise you for the gift of your Son, our Savior, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, for your Holy Church, and for the daily bread of sustenance in the preached gospel and the holy sacraments of Christ, which nurtures the faithful and for the hope of the life to come. Help us to treasure in our hearts all that you have done for us, and to live by faith in the wilderness of this world, in the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Save and defend your whole church purchased with the precious blood of Christ. Strengthen your faithful people through the word and holy sacraments, making them perfect in love and in all good works, and establishing in them the faith once delivered to the saints. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Preserve our nation in justice and honor, that we may lead a peaceable life with integrity. Grant health and favor to all who bear office in our land. Help them to serve our citizens according to your will. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Sanctify our homes with your presence and bless them with joy. We commend to you Caleb John Kruger, newly baptized child of God, and Bonnie Zaretsky, Margaret Rohde, Megan Braunschweig, Martin Gailbach, and Luke Voss celebrating baptismal birthdays this week. Keep and preserve them in the faith of their Savior throughout their earthly pilgrimage. Keep all of our children in the covenant of their baptism. Enable their parents to bring them up in lives of faith and devotion. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. By your holy word and spirit, comfort all who are in sorrow or need, sickness or adversity especially your servant Jan, Mark Gretzinger in his ongoing testing, Larry Haig and Dawn Frederich recovering from surgery, and those in treatment for cancer, Dennis, Gabby, Mike, Peyton, Jamelin, Kathy, and Heather. Have mercy on those to whom death draws near. Bring consolation to those in sorrow, especially the family of Tom Gaynor and Jim Weber that the hope of the resurrection might sustain all who believe in Christ as they look forward to a blessed reunion in heaven. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. All these things and whatever else you know that we need, grant us, Father, for the sake of him who died and rose again and now lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who overcame the assaults of the devil and gave his life as a ransom for many, that with cleansed hearts we might be prepared joyfully to celebrate the Paschal Feast in sincerity and truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth, for you have had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive. Renew and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood, as he bids us do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers. Deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. 
In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you body and soul in the true faith unto life everlasting. Depart in peace.
strengthen and preserve you, body and soul in the true faith, unto life everlasting. Depart in peace.
Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same, in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. divine service. Just a brief announcement. Uh, we will have Bible class and Sunday school, though a bit abbreviated. We should be adjourning about uh, 10 o'clock. Um, and once again, you're all encouraged to come to the funeral at 1030. Have a good week.